Hello, I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and I would like to welcome you today to this Tuesday edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. Did you know that if you're a child of God, he is present and living inside of you right now? Yep, it's true, and today we're going to learn more about God's supernatural presence. Well, we can't really know God through intellect alone. The Bible tells us we must experience God through spirit and truth. And Rabbi Schneider is reminding us that the spirit part of that sentence is God's supernatural presence. Today's message titled, I am already in you, is one part of our larger study on God's supernatural presence. And let's get started. Here is Rabbi Schneider. So many people are not excited about Jesus because they've never experienced him. They call themselves Christians because they say they believe the right doctrine, which we need to believe right doctrine. Doctrine is very important. Truth is critical. Truth is the foundation of our faith. But we need to also experience God's presence. Jesus said in John 4 that the Father is looking for people that will worship him in spirit and in truth. God wants us to experience his spirit. He wants us to experience his presence. This is why he sent us the Holy Spirit. In 1978, I was saved through a supernatural encounter with Jesus. Since that time, I've been questing after knowing God supernaturally. In other words, experiencing His presence in my life supernaturally has been my goal. I want to relate to God rightly. I want to know who he is. We can't know who he is just in the intellect. The Bible says that we know who God is through the spirit. The scripture says, eye is not seen and ear has not heard and neither has it ever entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him But these things are revealed to us, Paul said, by his spirit. This is supernatural. If you think about the fact that God is spirit, the scripture says, God is spirit. And those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now think about this. We all agree, those of us that believe in God, that God is spirit. No one argues that. Well, hear me. This series is called God's supernatural presence. Some Christians kind of step back away from the word supernatural. You know, they have the position that miracles have ceased. Those that talk about such thing are charlatans and scammers. But I want you to hear me. Spirit, by definition, is supernatural. Because spirit operates above the laws of the natural. The natural encompasses those things that operate in the natural world by natural law. But spirit is not part of the natural world. And the way the spirit operates is above and beyond the laws of the natural world. That's why spirit by nature is supernatural. And so if God is spirit, and by definition, spirit is supernatural because spirit is above the laws of the natural, it's supernatural, then that means that our relationship is with a supernatural God 
And if we're in relationship with this supernatural God, then our relationship with him is supernatural. And if you've been born again, Jesus said, unless you be born again, this is not just some rhetoric from some country preacher back in the woods when we speak about being born again. We're not talking about some type of Christianity. We're not talking about some strain of Christianity. Jesus said in John 3, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. That which is flesh is flesh. That which is spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. Jesus is talking about being born of the spirit. We're born into the world first time naturally, but we need a second birth in which we receive the spirit. If you've received the spirit because you're born again, if you've received God's spirit, what this means is you are supernatural because God's supernatural. You've been born of the supernatural one. So don't shy away from entertaining and opening yourself up to this because this is, beloved, reality. So I knew that God was real and alive and could be experienced because the way that he revealed himself to me back in 1978 and for those first several years, so many powerful, amazing things he did. So that became my goal. I wanna always experience your supernatural reality in my life. I wanna know you. I just don't wanna memorize words in my head. I just don't wanna know about you, God. I wanna know you. I wanna experience you. I wanna feel you. I wanna be aware of your presence. I want this to be fulfilling. So that became my goal, experiencing God's supernatural presence. And so as I began to journey out into, quote, the Christian world, and by the way, the word Christian, it just means a follower of the Christ, a follower of the anointed one. You can be Jewish or Gentile. If you're following the anointed one, the Christ, you're a Christian. So as I began my Christian walk, going to churches all over the city where I was living, sermons all ended the same way. You need to read the Bible more, you need to pray more, you need to witness more, you need to give more money. And all those things are really important to do. But I was doing all those things. In other words, if you were in back of me at the grocery store in line, I would have turned around and witnessed to you. I couldn't have witnessed to any more people I was witnessing to. I would go buy a Bible, I'd be walking home from the store, and I would pass somebody on the sidewalk, I'd start witnessing to them. What did I do next? I gave him my Bible that I just bought. I can't tell you how many new Bibles I bought. Every time I bought one, I gave it away. I was doing all the things that I was supposed to do as good as I could do them. And yet still, I wasn't entering in to this experience of feeling God's presence in my life, of feeling his power, of experiencing his supernatural presence. And I was getting burned out because I was doing everything that the church was telling me to do. I was doing everything that the sermons told me to do at the end of the sermon. But what happened was, I heard a testimony from somebody. And this testimony said that this man met Paul Yonggi Cho on the golf course. Paul Yonggi Cho was pastoring the largest church in the world, over a million people. And this man was saying to Paul Yonggi Cho, how did that happen? How did that happen? And finally, he pestered Paul Yonggi Cho so much that Paul said to him, it's in the Bible, it's the Lord's Prayer. So this person said, that's it, the Lord's Prayer. And his name was Larry Lee. He developed this tremendous teaching on the Lord's Prayer. Our Father that art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And so what he did was he said, okay, the first part of coming into this power with God, coming into this presence, coming into experiencing supernaturally is we gotta pray the Lord's Prayer. So the Lord's Prayer begins, 
Our Father that art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So Larry Lee broke down all God's covenant names. Yahweh Rapha, Yahweh Nisi, Yahweh Makadesh, Yahweh Sid Kanu. These are all the Hebrew covenant names of God. And he began to just praise God in all his names. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And he broke it down, a tremendous teaching. When I saw that and heard that, I said, that's it. I said, that's what I must be missing. That's why I haven't experienced God's presence more. That's why I haven't experienced his power more. I haven't prayed the Lord's prayer enough. That's the answer. Finally, I thought I had found the magic answer. And so I started praying the Lord's prayer for 15 minutes a day. And at the time, I felt like if I wasn't talking, then I wasn't really praying. So to me, I couldn't count it to be praying unless I was actually talking. So I started out 15 minutes a day. I couldn't even stop for a second because I thought, you said you're gonna pray the Lord's Prayer for 15 minutes. You gotta talk for 15 minutes. So I went through the Lord's Prayer, started praising God, Yahweh Rapha, the Lord our healer, Yahweh Sidkanu, Yahweh Nisi, the Lord our victory, Yahweh Makadesh, the Lord our sanctifier. I would praise God in all his Hebrew names. I would worship him. I would ask for his kingdom to come in the world, his government to come in my home, in the church I was pastoring. I mean, I went through it, did it for 15 minutes straight for days. Nothing seemed to change. So I said, well, maybe I need to increase it to a half hour. So then I started praying the Lord's Prayer for a half hour. And once again, beloved, I wanna remind you, at the time I felt like unless I was talking, it didn't count. So I was just like constant talking for a half hour, all the dimensions of the Lord's Prayer. Nothing happened. So I said, you know, I'm gonna increase it to an hour. So now I'm sitting in my study every day, praying the Lord's Prayer, talking nonstop for an hour. Guess what? Nothing happened. I kid you not, this is a true story. What did I do next? I increased it to three hours. I'm sitting in my office, praying the Lord's Prayer, not even stopping for a second, for three hours. Nothing happened. I'm like, what? I said to myself, maybe you're talking too much. Maybe you should pray the Lord's Prayer for an hour and a half. I said to myself, and then just wait on the Lord for an hour and a half because, you know, prayers are two ways straight. You speak and God speaks. So I said, maybe that's what I need to do. I'm gonna pray the Lord's prayer for an hour and a half and then I'm just gonna sit before the Lord for an hour and a half. Guess what? Nothing happened. Finally, in desperation, I said, um, I'm just gonna sit before you, Father, for three hours. Guess what happened? I fell asleep. I was just so discouraged. I had come to the end of it all. I didn't know what to do. I had tried everything I knew to do to enter into a greater experience in my walk with God, but nothing seemed to be helping me. Nothing seemed to be working. Finally, beloved, one day I was sitting at home and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. It wasn't like I heard him audibly, even though I have heard the Holy Spirit audibly on several occasions. But it wasn't like I heard him audibly, but it was so clear, it was just as if the same as I did hear him audibly. And here's what the Lord said to me. He said to me, the reason you're not finding me is because you're searching for me on the outside. You're searching for me in what you're doing, as if what you're doing is gonna make you experience me. He said, I want you to stop focusing on anything on the outside right now. Not that I wasn't supposed to pray or read the Bible or give, no, I was continuing to do all those things. But the Lord said, I want you to ask me just for one thing. He said, I want you to ask me to give you revelation of the fact that I'm already in you. 
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit, and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. To become a blessing in someone's life today, get in touch to partner with us. Our mission is to prepare the world for Jesus' return, and your financial gift is channeled directly toward this worthy cause. Take your first step today by calling 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your contribution will equip others for Messiah's return. And now here is Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. The Bible tells us that if the Holy Spirit's not in us, we don't belong to Jesus. I was looking for God on the outside by what I was doing. But the Lord said, no, you're not going to find me by looking to me in your works or in what you're doing. He said, I'm already inside you. I want you to focus on this one thing for this season. Ask me to give you revelation that I am in you. And you know what? I want you to hear me, my friend. From the very moment that I received that revelation, I kid you not, a new and a fresh power came into my life. That was over 30 years ago, and I have never been the same since. Coming to the understanding that Jesus is already in me completely revolutionized my walk with God. Now, don't misunderstand me. I have a long way to go. I'm constantly still praying for revelation of the mystery that Christ is in me, that Messiah Yeshua lives inside me, that the Holy Spirit is in me. I'm still looking to get more and more revelation of this reality, but I know it now, and knowing it absolutely changed my walk with God forever. The problem is, is that so many of us are not experiencing this power and the sense of God's presence because we're doing what I just talked about and because we're looking for God in material things, in the world around us. But we're not gonna predominantly find God in the world around us. We're gonna, first of all, find him within us. The Bible tells us in the book of Luke, chapter 17, verse 21, this. I'm gonna read from the King James Version. Jesus said in Luke 17, 21, these words, "'Neither shall they say, lo, here,' He's speaking about those that are seeking for the kingdom. He says, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. For behold, he said, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is predominantly and first of all inside us. The Lord does things outside of us. He gives us supernatural signs outside ourselves. Jesus turned the water to wine. We need to be paying attention to what's happening in our environment because God oftentimes does speak to us from our environment, from the things outside ourselves. But primarily and foundationally, and first of all, we need to be looking for the reality of God inside us. Now, I'm not talking about those that are not born again. I'm speaking to those that have received Jesus. And because you've received Jesus, his spirit is now inside you. Yeshua said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone opens the door, I will come into him. 
and commune with him and he with me. The witness of the Holy Spirit is on the inside. And we need to learn how to be sensitive to the supernatural reality and presence of God's Spirit inside us. You know, so many times Christian people, they're not aware of the fact. They might say, yeah, I believe that, but they're not aware of it. And so the only place that they're trying to discern God's will for their life is by looking at things that are happening on the outside of them. But I want you to know, if you're only being led by circumstances, and you say, well, that's happened, so that must be God's will, or you feel like God gives you some divine sign. Like, I can't tell you how many people have ended up getting divorced because they felt attracted to another person and then all of a sudden something happened in the material world and they thought, oh, that was the sign that God was giving them that they married the wrong person. They're supposed to leave that person and go marry this person. You know, all of a sudden they're thinking about this person they're attracted to and they turn their radio on and a song comes on with that person's name on the song. No, if you're being primarily led by the circumstances and by what you consider to be supernatural signs that are taking place in the outer world, you're gonna go astray, you're gonna be deceived because the enemy also works in the outer world. Remember, Pharaoh's magicians had the staff that they threw on the ground and it turned into a snake. The devil can also counterfeit signs. We need to first of all be being led by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. If we're gonna experience in a greater way the supernatural presence of God, we need, beloved, to come in to the revelation that Jesus, hear me now, is already inside us. So many of you are so connected to the outer world. You're so connected to your smartphone. You're so connected to Facebook. You're so connected to the materialism that's around you. You're so running all over the place for everything that you're completely cut off from experiencing the reality that Jesus is in you because you're connected to the outer world. God wants to bring you back to himself. And if you belong to him, the place that he is, first of all, my friends, is in you. Yes, he's in heaven, but he sent the Holy Spirit to live in you. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and this is the daily teaching program of Rabbi Schneider. Did you know that today's lesson is just one of many in our growing collection? And if you'd like to hear more from Rabbi, or if you would like to learn more about this messianic ministry, please feel free to go online and explore our website. You'll find a variety of resources and study tools that are available, and you can even access our daily television program our YouTube channel, and our partner page. Your gifts and prayers, they really make a difference, and they enable us to take God's Word into places we could never reach without your support. And so here is Rabbi to talk about partnering with us before the end of the year. Beloved, thank you for trusting me enough to receive God's Word and the ministry of discovering the Jewish Jesus through my life. As you know, we've come to the end of the year, and I simply want to reach out and ask you if you've truly been 
being helped through my ministry, if you feel that the teaching has been authentic, that it's strengthened you, I wanna ask you as we've come to the end of the year for your financial support. Many of you have never donated to the Lord through this ministry, but did you know it's a spiritual principle that when we're receiving the word of God through a ministry, we should respond by financially supporting that ministry in the Lord. Paul said in the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11, these words. He said, if we sowed spiritual things in you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? You see, Paul counted on the contribution of the saints to fund his ministry. Even Jesus, even Yeshua had a treasury. So I wanna simply put it out there to you, beloved. If you believe in me, you believe this is real, that I'm real, that the word of God that's being taught here is clear and authentic, I wanna ask you, just open your heart and present a special offering to the Lord through discovering the Jewish Jesus as we've come to the end of the year. If you would like to give a special end-of-the-year gift today, or if you would like to become a monthly partner right now, then we invite you to go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also send your generous year-end financial gifts in the mail by writing to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Field, Michigan, 49228. You can also give us a call by dialing 800-777-7835. And thank you for your generous donations. As our way of saying thanks for your gift of any amount, we'll send you a copy of our latest insightful and encouraging newsletter. And if you sign up as a new monthly partner, we'll send you an additional gift of appreciation, an authentic shofar that's handcrafted in Israel. Once again, you can give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And then, did you know that you can catch Rabbi every day, even while you're out and about? Just download the Rabbi Schneider mobile app and you're good to go. And on the app, you can also submit your testimony or send a prayer request to our team. The mobile app is a great way to stay up to date on all of Rabbi's latest articles and news. So download it today. You'll find it on all of your favorite app platforms or to learn more, just visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now let's wrap up today's message on God's supernatural presence with a special blessing from Rabbi Schneider. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Yahweh, 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 The Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through Discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again next time when Rabbi Schneider explains how the Messiah is working in and through you right now. That's Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.